controversial statement here. Louisville has the best drivers in the U.S. Someone actually thinks that, not me. We'll talk about it next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Haley Cawthon. Hi there. And Ellie Tolbert. Hi. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news, along with plenty of sharp opinions about what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. But the question is, what the hell is going on elsewhere in the country? Because someone out there thinks that Louisville as the best drivers in the U.S. So, Haley, where did this study come from and what the heck are they thinking? Um, so, the study comes from Quote Wizard, who's been doing this study, like, annually. And Louisville was actually in sixth place last year. For, but for some reason, they think we're improving, which is also seemingly wrong. <laughs> um, so, the study is based off of... Um, Four different driving factors, speeding tickets, citations, such as like using a cell phone while driving or not wearing your seatbelt or just doing things you shouldn't be in the car that they can give you a citation for, um, accidents and DUIs. Um, so Louisville has the lowest number of citations, which means that they did pretty well in like all of the other categories as well. Like we have a pretty low number of accidents. DUIs and speeding tickets um and like I'm just going off the data I don't know like <laughs> um I got so much so much hate on Facebook <laughs> for this story yeah totally. Um, everyone no one agreed with this well and it's not saying that I agree with it either because <laughs> right You're it's just not like I've it. never driven a car in Louisville in my life but like I commute into downtown regularly um and in fact yesterday i was driving from the east end back downtown and i was just thinking to myself like we are sitting stopped on the interstate on 64 going towards downtown for no reason like there was no accident there was no like um there's no obstacle in the roadway like we were all just hitting our brakes before the tunnel <laughs> like i have no idea uh, so like you can take it with a grain of salt, but I think it's interesting to look at the data. Um, like, I think people are saying something to the effect of like, well, people just aren't getting caught. Like they're not getting caught using their cell phones. They're not getting caught drinking and driving. And that that very well may be all well and good, but like the accidents one, it said we had a low number of accidents. I see accidents fairly regularly, but um that's one that you can't really argue with like because you either wreck or you don't <laughs> like right. it's not the police that are judging whether or not you've had an accident um so like that one is less less and less ambiguous so um i wonder so i think the reason that we have a lower number of citations and duis um is because like the louisville police department is you know like pretty understaffed. I mean, they admit they're understaffed. And I imagine they don't prioritize traffic stops very much for speeding and, and that sort of thing. So they probably have to 
keep it all the uh, police that they have focused on other things. But you're right about accidents. So I wonder if the accidents data is based on police reports, which not every accident involves a police going to take a report. Um, or I wonder if it's based maybe on insurance, because I would think that anytime you're in an accident and you were seeking insurance, insurance you would you would fill that out and that's what you would base the well and then someone said i i had to read like 700 plus facebook comments on this so i've i've just know that i have listened to every single person's opinion whether i wanted to or not um, <laughs> now you have to listen to mine i'm sorry but someone else said that like if it's based on insurance claims then like some people don't turn in accidents to insurance depending on what their what their situation is so there's That's another right. argument against that so like well, sometimes Louisville, well, sorry, everyone thinks Louisville is underreporting everything like <laughs> so yeah I guess in some instances you wouldn't want to get the insurance involved if it was just a minor situation but I don't know anyway yeah um i used to have to edit our facebook comments and now you do and i think you hate it more than i did well so. i've had like two extreme instances in one week yeah uh, you're pretty fair like <laughs> i had to check facebook comments every hour on the hour on sunday which was what day was that the 11th of july um after we had a cover story come out um it was actually a sidebar to a cover story that Ellie wrote, and maybe Ellie could chime in on this, but it was why the West End is being left out of the grocery wars when we have these new entries into the market. Um, and let's just say those Facebook comments were ugly. Um, right. I, I think I can say that on the podcast. <laughs> like they, If those folks were in person, I hope they wouldn't talk like they do on the internet, but like we, I had to ban people from the page. Like, that's how bad it got. So, um, yeah. Facebook is, you know, this little cesspool of like hateful people sometimes. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, what? It, I kind of compare it to, and I hate to get too off topic from the driving thing, but it's like how, you know, some people, they're like really forceful in email, but then you meet and meet them in real life and they're like a total pushover. I think it's like, the social media equivalent of that, you know, they'll, they'll be as easy as possible behind the keyboard. But then when yeah. you meet in real life, they're totally not like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Like people should just be kinder to people online yeah. in general or like kinder I, to like the city. I've always said Louisville's like its own worst critic and that's fine. Like we should be self-critical, but like, geez, <laughs> like any nice comment would be nice about anything <laughs> sometimes so well, just know like i i see all those facebook comments if <laughs> if you're in that commenter pool like you know maybe say something nice like brighten up my day like it could like turn the whole week around <laughs> right all right let's move on from facebook because i don't want to get off on a tangent here um what do you think I, ellie i'm going to go to you on this one what do you think the worst habits of Louisville drivers uh, is or are? Um, I should have thought about that. I know you literally told me you were going to ask this question. And I didn't actually think about it until just now. Because what I was thinking about is what I said in the office the other day, which is that nobody waves to anybody anymore. I, <laughs> I said this in the office the other day because we were talking about this story. 
and how when I was like younger and I would like be in the car with my dad and my dad like let somebody over because he's a nice guy and like then the person in front of him would do a little wave you know like a little wave to him in the back window um and I feel like no one does and I was like the world is such a good place and now no one does that anymore and I'll let people over and they just and I'm I know. like, they just waiting. I have had way. people wave to me. I am always the person that lets someone in because I think like, what if that was me and I needed to get in and like, some, no one would let me in. Like, I think not taking turns at the merge is like, we have lane closures all the time in Louisville. Um, and especially on like interstates and stuff. Um, but I always think like, if that was me, I'd want someone to let me in. And I, I get like 50 50 chance if i get a wave like some people are real thankful for I'm it a waver. I'll, I'll wave when somebody lets me in yeah, yeah me too I, I or i wave. give them like a thumbs up like thank you <laughs> but but no one waves to me so maybe that says more about the way that my eye face is looking than the way that than anything about them but Did i also I was road raging near you yesterday like yelling at cars and stuff that might have been a different situation oh that was a pedestrian so oh. <laughs> both pedestrians and drivers are not great in Louisville um yeah but I also I'm a very like passive driver so I just pretty much will let anybody over so uh, this is probably not good news for people listening to the podcast because I'm probably an annoying driver but I recognize the fact I'm bad at driving so um for yeah. me I'm gonna be the opposite Ellie all right. No, wait, I'm not. I, I have so many complaints about Louisville drivers. Here's my number one. Is people who queue up in the right lane when a lane's closing before they should. Like, there's a whole left lane there. And we could all get there faster if people would just get in the left lane, drive, and then zip into... People don't know how to zipper. That was what yeah. I was told like when I first got here and I was living in Jeffersonville, Indiana and driving across the second street bridge that was under construction at that time. And like right when I got there, got here, I had to wait like 40 minutes trying to just get across the bridge. And someone was like, it's because people don't know how to zipper at the merge. Yeah, it's called the zipper merge. Google zipper merge and it will explain because it's you think of it like water if there's a pipe and water is only going down half the pipe that's less water that can go down but if the whole pipe is being used by water that means more water is going to pass through so um people get offended by zipper merges and like they they they, they're like i've been waiting in this long single line forever and now you're going to too and i'm like you're an idiot that's why you've been waiting in the long single line it's really the the people in the right lane's fault or depending on what lane is in ending like if you're if it's the right lane that's ending and you need to be merging left like you that's why they have those signs that say merge here because people don't know <laughs> they don't know <laughs> which construction merge. crews are like the construction crews have posted signs that are like take turns <laughs> use all lanes Yes, use all lanes, merge here, take turns. It's like they try to give us every clue, but we still <laughs> but don't get it, happen. I guess. They're getting I in that you... one lane and they're not getting out. I bet all of Louisville's listening is going to be listening to this podcast and we're going to teach them how to drive and it's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. People are going to be horribly offended. They're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, like, non driver, LBFers. <laughs> 
before they uh, redid the um, Kennedy Bridge downtown, that was like every day, this big like merging disaster uh, that I that I had to sit through. Thankfully, they fixed it now, uh, and now I have more problems with the Sherman Minton, but that's because it's only got two lanes going south. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, uh, Haley, what do you got on this one? The oh. worst. The worst the habits of mobile driving. Um, I would say excessive speeding. Like so. when, when there isn't stopped traffic, which sometimes seems rare, it's like there is no, like if you were going 55 on 64, you are doing it wrong because you're going to get ran over by people in the right and the left lane. Like keeping up with the flow of traffic sometimes, like especially if you're driving out near Middletown, or I don't even want to like think of the Waterson. I'm thinking of like I don't know. 71's pretty bad right now, so like people aren't speeding as bad on 71. But like going out towards the east end, like people are. Fl- if you're in a middle lane, you've got people going 90 both sides of you, and I'm like, all right, all right. I'm not like I'm not clearly. I'm not going fast enough to like keep up with the flow of traffic, and so I think speeding is. Despite not getting any speeding tickets, I would say that's the thing that I notice most outside of like people not being able to merge. Yeah. 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 I think we're speeding. We're just not getting the tickets. Um, let's see here. All right. We'll, we'll switch gears. We'll talk something a little more close to what we usually talk about here, which is retail. Um, we had this story this week and it was uh, it was a scoop. Basically, we've talked about Publix on this show before. And uh, we know that we already knew that Publix was coming to uh, Terra Crossing Boulevard and uh, near Brownsboro Road. Is that right, Ellie? Brownsboro Road? Yeah, those are the two uh, locations that have been announced. That had been announced. So, Ellie, in working as a, uh, you know, covering commercial real estate, uh, you know, was made, came to be aware, we'll say, of this website that had a third public location um, posted. And this was uh, down in Fern Creek, pretty much uh, pretty much near the Cedar Crossings development. And um, it was being put out there by a commercial real estate firm who was marketing land near this supposed Publix. And, you know, obviously, if if there's a Publix there, it makes the land they're marketing more valuable. Um, so that's that's why it was out there floating around. And so Ellie, you know, came across this on the internet, and uh, we we wrote this story that hey, nothing's official yet. This is just a a hint at where the next one may be going because it's you know there's a rumored location out here in Fern Creek. So. I guess Ellie, if there is, if there, if that winds up being true, and there is a Publix in Fern Creek, that pretty much puts all the big competitors together, right? Uh, Publix, Hy-Vee, and Kroger. Uh, what did you say the distance was on that? Yeah, it was like a mile and a half. It's because there's the Kroger uh, right before the Gene Snyder. Is it the Gene Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's going to be the Hy-Vee right after the Gene Snyder, and then. Uh, Publix would be like half mile from that, so it's like a mile and a half of all three of them. Um, which, yeah, it's gonna be if um, you know if capitalism works the way it should, then hopefully <laughs> it means that 
those will be like the nicest ones in the city. You know, they're going to be competing yeah. with each other so closely. It may be for, better prices in Fern yeah. Creek than anywhere mm-hmm. else. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, that is going to be. If that ends up being true, then that'll uh, that'll definitely be something to watch because that's really sets up like a battleground between those three. And Hybe is near to the market, as is Publix. Publix doesn't have a store open yet, but they did break ground on one. They're building one on Terrier Crossing right now. Uh, so if they go there, that could be big. But you know, we have you know, nothing's official, and we've heard otherwise too. So uh, it's just something that that is out there floating around on the internet, and we'll have to wait and see what what becomes of it but um i hate to be one of these people that say good god traffic's gonna be bad but it's gonna be like having that many grocery stores in one spot and and just south of the snyder's already pretty bad i guess it's it's worse before you get to the snyder but that's really going to create a lot of uh, traffic. So thank God we have all those really great Louisville drivers who will totally be able to handle that uh, with no problem at all. Um, all right. So let's see here. We'll switch gears and talk about Target a little bit. So Target in St. Matthews, another retail topic you were writing about. What do they got going on? Yeah, I feel like I've been pretty much just writing about like stores, like big box stores, big box stores for like a week. Um, but they have a their St. Matthew's Target is undergoing a renovation. Um, and it's apparently a part of a big um they've been doing a lot of renovations uh at their stores in the past couple of years, but this one's gonna have um it's just like modern decor and lighting, um, new merchandise displays, um, and then updated like spaces like a nursing space and um an order pickup space and just um some other updated like to have touchless features in their bathrooms and mm-hmm. um, things like that. So I, it seems like just kind of modernizing to uh, both the like post, po- I say post, but not really post COVID world we live in. And then also just like some other modern things that, uh, you know, a lot of other stores have and they have in their other stores. So, yeah. Um, sorry, I think the loudest, longest truck just went by during that, so hopefully that didn't come through in the show. Uh, but I didn't uh, hear that. Uh, good, good, good. I guess the microphone didn't pick it up, but um, yeah, so St. Matthew's Target's getting the renovation, and then you also had a story about uh, the paddock shops this week. What's going on with the paddock shops? Yeah, um, a crumble cookie is opening, which we talked about crumble cookie last week. Too, we talk a lot so about cookies lately, I don't know. We do, that. um. So yeah, Crumble Cookie opened today, so today's Friday, but I know this won't come out Friday, but um, yeah, and it's uh, right next to the Barnes and Noble at the paddock shops, and it's their second Louisville location. Um, the first one's in Middletown. All right. Um, yeah, and actually this will come out today. I don't know how many people listen on Fridays, but uh, I have this dream that everybody listens as soon as it comes out. So Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. All the evidence suggests that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all we have for you this week. It's kind of a short week. Um, let's see. Before we go, we will uh, go around the room here, and you guys can share where we can find you and tell us more uh, rumors about public stores. If you want to do that, we'd love to hear about them. Uh, Haley, I'll start with you on this one. Where can people find you on social media? Well, please don't find me on Facebook. I hate it there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitter at BFLuHaley or on LinkedIn. 
LinkedIn is just this nice little positive, like weird business the only space. It's like not only business, but like be fake, everybody. Come on. Yeah. Be fake nice. I don't know. Yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn <laughs> under Haley Coffin. <laughs> Sorry if I upset anyone with my Facebook comments today. No, it's quite all right. Um, no, I'm I'm totally with you. So, um, but uh, I I think you did you say your Twitter handle and your LinkedIn is that I did. Okay, cut it out. Sorry, um, I got I got the talk in there. So, um, let's see, Ellie, where can people find you? You can find me on LinkedIn under my name Eleanor Tolbert and on Twitter under BFLU Eleanor. You can find me on LinkedIn under my real name, David A. Mann, or on Twitter under my fake name, dman 3001 If you like this podcast, you can find it on popular podcast services, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Thank you very much, Ellie and Haley. Thank you guys for listening to us at home or in the car. Zipper merges, everybody. Anyway, we'll see you next time.